Namaste. Namaste. And welcome to our new series, Savitri is the Message, with my beloved brother Alok. Namaste. Namaste. I will begin today with three passages where the word message appears. The first is on page two in book one, the book of beginnings. Arrived from the other side of boundlessness, an eye of deity pierced through the dumb deeps, a scout in a reconnaissance from the sun, it seemed amid a heavy cosmic rest, the torpor of a sick and weary world, to seek for a spirit, soul, and desolate, too fallen to recollect forgotten bliss, intervening in a mindless universe, its message crept through the reluctant hush, calling the adventure of consciousness and joy, and conquering nature's disillusioned breast, compelled renewed consent to see and feel. Now on page four, we have another instance where the word message is found. And I have to find it. Um, A message from the unknown immortal light, a blaze upon creation's quivering edge, dawn built her aura of magnificent hues, and buried its seed of grandeur in the hours. And now the last one. As when a soul draws near the sill of birth, adjoining mortal time to timelessness, a spark of deity lost in matter's crypt, its luster vanishes in the inconscient plains. That transitory glow of magic fire, so now dissolved in bright, accustomed air, the message ceased and waned the messenger. As you were reading, I remembered one of the lines, uh, revelatory statements by the mother. She says, uh, Shurbindos comes to give us the message of a luminous future. Yes. So in times as these and in times as always, what was the option before man, humanity, since he began to dream of perfection? Since he began to dream of becoming conscious of the world around, of himself, One option was that, well, the world is as it is, it will be as it is, and accept it. And (laughs) as Umar Khayyam said, ah, make the most of what we yet can until we too into the dust descend. 
dust under dust unto dust to lie sans wine sans singer sans song sans end and in uh, the bible yeah ashes to ashes and dust to dust so this is a very pessimistic thought very and it leaves us with no option with regard to the because we carry a dream i think humanity is marked by a dream before it has the dream it's more identified with the <laughs> with the other kind from which it is emerging but man's advent is marked by a dream because he is meant to realize them he is the bridge through which the dreams of the unseen of the unknown have to be realized upon us so we are born with a dream that's what marks us we may not know the path or mm. didn't know the path yes. but dream marks a man so the first option was as i said no option the second option was that okay this world will be what it is but there is a spiritual path now all eyes what is the spiritual come out of this world escape into a nirvana yes into mukti into salvation into a beyond maybe dwell with one of the godheads in one of the great worlds well it's okay for those who want to take that option but it also looks like a no option because it makes a nonsense of the world and the dream that man carries is not a perfection elsewhere the dream that we inherit from somewhere is the perfection here so in in one way we are a double inheritance one is we inherit the earth earth nature parents environment society and all the challenges and difficulties and the animal nature and the animal nature and was and um, animals are <laughs> quite nice sometimes <laughs> and we look at uh, much humanity better, <laughs> much better than humans uh, yeah at least they they don't deceive you you know they you know what they what they are planning <laughs> even so this is one part but we also inherit something else and uh, that's what shubindu describes as the double soul in man one is the surface soul which is you know where all this yes. kind of inheritance yes. is there but there is a deeper soul which is soft wired to realize something beautiful upon earth this aspiration longing yearning thirst call it whatever seeking is characteristic of any awakened human being so if we want to really know about a human being's real worth it's not in his you know credit card nor in his visiting card it is there in that little chip inside where the dream is unfolding but you say the awakened man awakened that's why and there are so many in this plenty, world plenty, unawakened plenty plenty unconsciousness is the bane of humanity if you ask me all the illness all the problems all the difficulties enter through the door of unconsciousness and unconsciousness is okay like ignorance is there but what is worse is just as with ignorance arrogance makes it worse uh, ignorance everybody start the journey but wants to come out of it wonderful unconsciousness not the issue but to think this unconsciousness is consciousness is where the problem lies so this is one type but in these two i mean these two choices there is hardly any option what does a person do who wants this earth to become beautiful who wants a terrestrial perfection you know it can be an existential crisis at least in my life it took an existential crisis and i felt what's the point of living either which way both are like this is limited that is selfish 
So <laughs> it makes a nonsense of either way. And then Shurbindo entered and I would say that he entered this earth at a time when man is looking for this hope, the reconciliation between his dream and what we call as um, so-called reality, beautifully described in Savitri in the dream twilight, the double twilight, the book of double twilight. So there is the dream twilight of the gods, twilight of the gods. And there is the dream, there is a dream twilight of the earthly real. Yes. These dreams, the moment they come on earth, they crash. And we give up too soon saying that, well, they crash because it's just impossible. It's a dream world. So we start leading a double life, a world of dreams, fantasies, imaginations. And there is a real world out here. So we create a division between the ideal and the practical. That's how mankind has lived. And uh, any self-respecting person cannot lead a double life. It's impossible. <laughs> After some time you start wondering, what are you doing? You know. So it's in this age when I suppose mankind has become a little more conscious uh, over a period of time due to the evolutionary process. The psychic being has developed over a period of time. So he seeks that reconciliation, that synthesis. Not this life is a preparation for the afterlife. This is how Vedanta has so far told us. This life is a preparation for an for a, Shubhinda uses the word, post-mortem salvation. <laughs> Some terms of Shubhinda are amazing. Post-mortem salvation. One place he uses the word secular refrigeration. So that's not what we want. As if this life is only preparation. Then who thrusts us here? So, Shurabindo comes to give us the perfect answer that man can ever conceive. And this answer is not a philosophical and intellectual answer. Let me just say that. This is an answer he sought and found the way and gave us a way. If it's just an intellectual synthesis, then there have been people who have tried to synthesize in various ways. But we want to realize it. Dream must be realized. It's not enough to just know a new conception when new world is born. 29th February 1956, Mother says, it's not just the conception of a new world. Conception has been there. In Shubindo's poem, In the Moonlight, what John of Patmos saw, what Shelley dreamed, mm. vision and vain imagination dreamed, deemed. The city of delight, the age of gold, the city of delight. Now, this is not what we want that, okay, there is a conception, that there is a wonderful world out there. But a conception here uh, has two terms, two meanings. Mm. One yeah. is the idea and one is the birth of, yes, something. Birth of something. We are speaking of the birth, birth of something. So I remember once long back when, you know, I was reading House of the Spirit and the New Creation, mm. just before we come to the lines. So uh, somebody, you know, usual, every religion has some idea of something which is beyond, which is perfect and beautiful. So the gentleman said, yes, 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 it is there in religion. I said, wonderful. There is a place where there is no sorrow and suffering. I said, that is old story. Everybody knows about that. Every, whether you call it Vaikuntha or Kailash or Vrindavan or you call it, you know, uh, Begampura or you call it, uh, you know, whatever word. Heaven. <laughs> Heaven. It doesn't matter. The problem is how to bring that here, which is what we see when Christ says that, you know, bring the heaven down upon earth. And the cross being a symbol of that failed attempt. So what can really bring that here is the whole, whole pursuit. And Sri gives us that clue. 
and that clue which um, uh, you know people ask okay fine wonderful supramental manifestation all this so what is the clue what is the key and the key is so simple that people don't uh, i don't know they don't want to believe in because we are so used to progressing with struggle and pain that we want no no it can't be so simple give us a more difficult and complicated key that key is the mother and he says that in so many words that the key to the in- when he was asked by niruddha he says there are two keys to this yoga one of the central keys to remain psychically open to the mother that's it so he asked what is the other key he didn't feel necessary to give the other key <laughs> and he adds when niruddha asked him what is the other key you mentioned two keys but gave only one <laughs> one is enough <laughs> so he said aspiration for the divine life because it will assist the not aspiration for beyond not aspiration for escape not aspiration for make my little life yes. very happy with my children and grandchildren and great grandchildren one day i will have a big photo frame with all of them around <laughs> not that this is the challenge we all have never to give up yes always to slog on and i remember arbind basu telling me once it is hard slogging dis- discipline and shri arbind says it's a very difficult stick on road. hold on yes <laughs> and you and have faith yes. so you see the beauty is what the lines that you read where is the hope hope is because of the messenger who comes yes. hope is not because of anything in us you know there is a very nice line in um, in ramayana so tulsidas says if i look at myself there is no hope but if i look at your grace i am always filled with hope ram so swami ku sevak moso so something very similar that hope is not because if you look for hope in humanity in politics in legislation has there been a bill passed that divine life will be created upon earth it will be hopeless <laughs> but if we look at the fact that the divine is imminent in matter that he is progressively disclosing himself and not only that as the mother says a special help has come we are entering the centenary year you know i mean 150th year this is a message of the mother where she says that shurbindo's help is there an exceptional help for those who have to go beyond and in this centenary year that is 100 years she speaks of something similar applies there is a very exceptional help which is there to help us that's the whole purpose of these moments so so the hope is because the divine is the hope is because of the soul is it's immortal it refuses to die and give up and hope is because the divine mother is in our midst so and we have to see in ourselves and really find within us that we have been called here by the divine mother for her work of transformation don't think you have been called here accidentally by the birth of your oh, yes. your parents gave you or anything no 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 you came from above to do her work here on earth and realize her vision and sri arbindo's vision so in these three passages which you read one is the message which comes from beyond a scout of the from the recognize of the sun so he comes and she gives 
in this weary and torpor world which is sick and weary and you know sick because of the long period of struggle and darkness very tired several attempts if we really look at history what attempts what sacrifices human beings have made and at the end of it again another prale or you know we go back to the dark ages old ages they seem to repeat ever the centuries pass as shubhendra yes. himself puts it yes. the line of avatars sages and seers so if we look at from that point of view it becomes sick and very world torpor of a sick and very world but there is the message which comes from above the second passage that yes this is a message which has crept through the reluctant hush even when it is not willing the message is there and the third passage which seems to be a little you know closing in on a not disappointing note but cautioning us that the message ceased and waned the messenger. the messenger yes so the important question is why does the light withdraw and what we can do from our side so there is something which the divine does he has done the work given us the message the hope the help the power to go through that whole process the grace the love but there is something which we also need to do because it's it's a evolution it's not magic shubhendra <laughs> doesn't really magic is like temporarily you feel it's like a feel good factor <laughs> you go do a you know 10 day course and you say ah it was very nice you're the same old person after that the same because 10 days you have no mobiles you have no this no that plus you have paid money so you know you need to better feel good after all who would feel happy after paying 10000 rupees and say well, nothing happened you'll feel like a stupid person so you know you better feel good <laughs> but savitri 300 rupees lifetime <laughs> or lifetimes so here she even the describes in the same book as the dawn is you know is the symbol dawn Breaking the message through, yes. so savitri the divine mother is upon earth that is the hope and what she has brought for us that we must first see this is on page 6 connecting with the lines which you beautifully read page 6 first there is a beautiful description of you know there are three ways that the divine teaches us it's the same thing in education shobindra has brought out in education the three methods word influence example so word is there they have given us the word then there is the influence the atmosphere has changed the new consciousness all this there then god's own example personal example and this has to be has been for me at least and i am sure for many a gold standard if you really want the supramental or the new world let me put it like that to participate in the new creation because sometimes supramental can be a very egoistic thing oh i want to become a supramental in which case we very soon become both inframental and uh, infradental yes. so you know supramental is not like ah i am supramental now <laughs> supramental is we are witnesses we shouldn't even talk about the word <laughs> <laughs> supramental means thou who disdainest not the clot to be nor even thou who disdainest not the worm to be nor even the clod therefore be know by that humility that thou art god supramental is divinized man <laughs> he has to be much more humble so here we have on page 6 that savitri wakes up just as the dawn comes she wakes up because the brilliant summoner you know, there are words shubhendra is used for uh, 
so many things which is a new terminology and which is totally gives a new dimension a new vocabulary a new vocabulary absolutely like for instance there is a term here used brilliant summoner you look for the meaning in dictionary you won't find, won't it. find it brilliant is uh, okay one can conjure maybe some human being coming and calling you who is all radiating with light but here it is the sun every morning when you wake up the sun summons us and at the deeper level it is the divine truth the divine light asking us wake up wake up renewed effort and what happens is and savitri too awoke among these tribes these tribes are of course well known conception of ancient times and they are relevant because they are the different approaches in india we use the word gotra the different approaches through which lines through which human beings evolve so the word tribes originally you know the lost tribe of israel and i have always understood tribe in this sense there are different approaches and some of them 12 or 14 uh, that's how we can understand the lines through which human consciousness has evolved so and savitri too evoke among these tribes that hasten to join the brilliant summoner's chant how is he chanting of course it's not about nasa's nasa's picture or sound of sun the wind start and they chant wake up wake up and lured by the beauty of the apparent ways acclaimed their portion of ephemeral joy this is the difference what marks a person meant for the higher life is that one is no more drawn and attracted to the lesser little things you know and so beautifully brings it acclaimed their portion of ephemeral joy you know there is a hindi word for it i'll just use it then uh-huh. it's called dihadi ki mazduri you know we are like slaves who want every day, not slaves servants who want every day okay give me little joy today what is my joy when i come home i'll have a nice cup of tea and pakodas and a comfortable bed this is ephemeral joy this life of this is slavery if one wants to look at it but she doesn't do that and that's what we should be akin to the eternity when she came no part she took in this small happiness what makes you know like one of the words even yesterday i was saying it's so silly and um, foolish at the same time durga puja now we are going through and there was a message floating around durga puja let us celebrate with festivities sweets and have fun together <laughs> like durga puja but be like mysasur at least <laughs> have some <laughs> if she really came with a trident in hand <laughs> oh i have come to wake you and you're busy having fun okay and then we say oh what is this divine such a cruel fellow he is just a spoil sport he is not a spoil sport he wants to take us to the real sport come let us sport with him in vrindavan that's how <laughs> so but, but these tribes are claiming Ah. these this beauty of the apparent ways yes that's what it's, life is exactly and here but what is that in her a mighty stranger in the human field the embodied guest within made no response the call that wakes the leap of human mind why do we leap when do you just sometimes people ask you know there are very few people turning to shirbindo so i say it's a good sign Uh, yes. I mean, call Shahrukh Khan, or even you know, you'll get more TRPs if, <laughs> if even his son takes a, you know, gets a. Then there'll be more TRPs on that. 
बट से दैट टुडे वी आर गोइंग टू हैव अ प्रोग्राम ऑन शुरविंदो ओ अच्छा ओ इज शुरविंदो फ्रीडम फाइटर इट्स ओके इट्स ओके दैट्स 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 अ रिफ्लेक्शन ऑन ह्यूमैनिटी नॉट ऑन शुरविंदो दैट इज अ रिफ्लेक्शन ऑन ह्यूमैनिटी दे कॉल दैट वेक्स द लीप ऑफ ह्यूमन माइंड इट्स चेकर्ड ईगर मोशन ऑफ परस्यूट दैट्स व्हाट आवर लाइफ इज चेकर्ड ईगर मोशन ऑफ परस्यूट वी आर ईगर but checkered we are going zigzag zigzag it's fluttering huge illusion of desire why does should we do see desire is an illusion well it tries to get you something which eventually you don't get you know <laughs> it's like holding sunlight in the hollow of your hand the moment you close it it vanishes that's with desire as long as you are trying to get an object you're all full of hope ah, ah i'll get it i'll get it get it water is in your hand close it gone but it's a fluttering you fluttering you <laughs> oh that water look at it so beautiful it looks on my palm close it gone <laughs> wind sunlight <laughs> it's fluttering you the illusion of desire visited her heart like a sweet alien note yes desire is sweet but for her it was an alien note this not what she has come for times message of brief light was not for her so we have to decide whether we want this message what is the message that the brief light gives us it gives us very feeds our temporary either i would say ephemeral hopes yes. little joys yes if i get this the message is i'll be a, you know um we're easily satisfied with these things yeah but only sooner or later to realize that this is not what i was seeking exactly. how long can we live with illusions you know unless yeah. uh, imprisoned in her there was the anguish of the god this what we must embody this idea that we are uh, we are very content life is wonderful yeah. i have a lovely house nice car that means god has not yet looked <laughs> not yet passed this way jagannath rath is still coming this side <laughs> the day it comes it will say give me what you have then if you have too many things you'll wonder by then the rath will pass away but what will be left after that is hollow in our heart we'll have everything but nothing we'll be able to enjoy this is the irony and paradox of life <laughs> in her there was the anguish of the gods what is the anguish of the god they are ever laboring to create beauty perfection love light upon earth this is the anguish they are not satisfied with half way things and they want to help us help and we they don't accept it constantly <laughs> this is the whole thing that they are not happy with you know yes. slipshod life yes little pleasures purchased with some tinsels a vast and did in in her there was the anguish of the gods imprisoned in our transient human mold the deathless conquered by the death of things uh, i mean it's like apparently the divine comes into the cage into the prison so that he can break free and teach us how to get free break free that's the story of krishna first he breaks free then he says i'll make you break free so this is the whole story that she comes the deathless conquered by the death of things all the avatars yes have had to give their lives for I us was, i was reading yesterday bhavani bharti i mean 
What a power, what a wonder. This is his life. A vast nature joy had once been hers, but long could not keep its golden heavenly hue or stand upon this brittle earthly base. So this is the problem of the higher consciousness being embodied by humanity. This is the work which is going to go on. And we see that the Divine Mother in 40s when the children came and subsequently with the coming of Pranata and many other things, one of the last activities that started in a certain sense, school and then the physical education department. And she would pour so much of her, all her talks in the playground subsequently. And she was pouring so much energy for six, seven years. Then she withdrew till the supramental manifestation. Why? Because she knew that supramental manifestation can come. But in 40s she had seen that yes. even delight, the world of delight was ready to come. But man was not ready and every time it came near, they were, all the vital forces descended, First World War, Second World War. And then Shurabindra to descend into inconscient to sort it out. So man is not ready. Why? Because matter will break down. That's exactly the mystery of the 5th December 1950. Matter cannot take that tremendous power. So she starts preparing us. To receive it. Of course, it doesn't mean that, okay, let's tomorrow start doing gym exercises. Because Shurabinda said there is another way to do it. There are two ways. One is the classical way and there is another way. Spiritual consciousness itself can change our physical body and matter. And then comes these lines. The proud and conscious wideness and the bliss... If there is any cause for pride in man, it is this that he can grow even as the gods... If at all there is, has to be a legitimate pride. The calm delight that weds one soul to all, the key to the flaming doors of ecstasy. This is what she got. Take it. In fact, somebody asked uh, that mother could give it. He said, yes, he could just give it. The supramental word, she could just create like that. The whole journey, epic journey and yoga and sadhana is because we are not ready, the whole journey. So even in um, Tokyo, uh, even in Japan, she tried to do that. Hmm. One convert, the asura of falsehood and then even she tried to just give it just like that. But uh, those who received, they went crazy. They said, oh, I can't, I have, you know, I... I I am no more tied to that little country. I am no more, you know, tied to... uh, One felt completely growing stupid because there was the experience of the infinite in the finite. So it's not meant to create that. It's meant to create new brain cells to receive infinity and express it. So that's why the whole thing. It's not that the mother could not give directly. So that's the reason why the little ashram, the little plot, she would receive and then she would give as much as we are ready to receive. And slowly prepare us to receive more and more and more. And now of course it's a, so much more easier. So that's why it's an evolutionary journey. And it's not that divine wants to take long. He doesn't want. But we are not ready. So we have to be prepared step by step. And that beautiful line, the divine guides, but he does not goad. Yeah. It will break down if he forces. So why it is so? Earth's grain that needs the sap of pleasure and tears rejected the undying rapture's bones. 
and often she would say for children that you know children should be made to believe that life is beautiful can be beautiful from beginning to end this aspect that you know why it has assumed the form of a struggle because we don't want of course that beauty is not just you know as we have seen ephemeral joy but it has assumed the form of struggle it could just blossom like this as he says in savitri but in man something a dim disturbing lives in man in man a dim disturbing something lives it does not allow it diverts the oracles of the gods it takes us to the struggle and the pain this all must conquer who would bring heaven here yes this is the whole struggle yes. so earth rejects offered to the daughter of infinity what does it give the divine mother comes to give us this what do we give doubt you look like us are you really the divine doubts can you really change us we are the most obstinate inveterate characters ever born on planet and she would say i have changed apes and <laughs> zebras who are you but that's how offered to the daughter of infinity her passion flower of love and doom she gave in vain now seem the splendid sacrifice this is the sense of vain the messenger yes yet its message crept through the reluctant her something is done it leaves the prescience of a marvelous birth which is to come and then we have these wonderful lines which long passage hard is it so what she came to give herself and all she was she had lent to men hoping her great greater being to implant and in their bodies lives acclimatize that heaven might native grow on mortal soil sometimes people ask what are you doing in pondicherry and so we are acclimatizing ourselves <laughs> you cannot it's but i'll tell you it's a fact anybody with little sensitivity can feel the difference of atmosphere you just move around nothing you're not doing anything you feel that atmosphere you feel spontaneous happiness in spite of everything and even if you don't everybody goes through their ups and downs but just step out go 10 kilometers away go to villupuram and see how you feel hmm. it just needs a little sensitivity it's not that you cannot contact she is within that's a different story but in the most material acclimatize so that we get used to it and we get so sensitive that the moment we know that this atmosphere is so contrary to that have, influence yes. just keep it out i have an interesting story about acclimatizing um in the years that i was here in the early very early 1960s Parichand was trying to grow roses, hybrid roses, not our wild roses. He would bring in 50 or 100 and they would all die. Then he would bring in another group and they would all die. And he went to mother and mother said, "You have to keep trying until they can acclimatize themselves." to this climate and then you will be able to grow roses wonderful so the message is keep coming go to the samadhi sit even if you feel nothing <laughs> of course <laughs> anybody will feel something when i was in the till we acclimatize <laughs> when i was working in the gardens of the matrimandir 
I had a very difficult time because of the heat, the insects, the lack of electricity, water, food, everything. And I used to say every time I introduced a new plant, if I can make it here, you can make it here. <laughs> and the plants would make it. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Easier than I. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this is the whole challenge herself and all she has given. The divine first does his bit. And then he asks us to do our bit. When the mother says to give yourself, it, she has already given herself to us, to earth, everything. Now she says that little support, little help. Hard is it to persuade earth nature's change. Why? Mortality bears ill the eternal's touch. It fears the pure divine intolerance. Now look at that word intolerance. Many such words mm. which are generally used in a negative sense. But Shurabindra has given them an absolutely new sense. If you see the dictionary meaning of this word, it is not in a good sense, you know. But Shurabindra says divine intolerance. He, once he catches us, we may, as somebody asked, how are people initiated here? So, this used to be the old time sadhaks. Oh, how are they initiated? Mother catches their choti. <laughs> choti is what? It's a symbol of pride, huh? I have a choti. You know, you are the Brahmin, not just a Brahmin, you are a Pandit. So, she catches the choti. Now I have your... So, you try to say after some time, Oh, no, no, please let go. You try to let go, you see the choti will pull you and you will feel so miserable. <laughs> so she won't let you go because the choti is in her hands. So this is how it is that it fears the divine intolerance. It murmurs at its sorrowless happiness. How can it be? Yeah. Why? Because we don't understand even that joy that comes from the deeper contact with the divine. And Whereas, very often we're too in love with our sorrow. Yeah, 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 absolutely. See, that's why so many HMB music sale of all this Mukesh Purane Gani and all this, you know. Why? Because oh, there must be some sad songs. Mm. Then only we feel, okay, there is a mood in man mm. which loves sadness and it springs from the sentimental <laughs> being. Yeah. <laughs> I have often wondered why all romantic tales end in sadder note because they spring from there, you know. <laughs> but love needs to be strong. It need not end in sadness. If it is strong and Shurabindu said and Mother has also said something similar that in these vital parts you need to be wide and strong to bear that power. But it comes from a very romantic note so very soon it tends to turn into because that's where it, it tends to go back to feed if all is beautiful then something is amiss. All is beautiful means so wonderful. There is a wonderful harmony. <laughs> so, <laughs> almost with hate repels the light it brings. It trembles at its naked power of truth and the might and sweetness of its absolute voice. This is something to be really, really seen. I have seen people and I have often asked them because it's a phenomenon I have observed. People go to this Baba, that Baba, even that, you know, fellow with the parrot sitting there and showing. And they'll believe it all. Huh? Every Baba, they'll do Namaskar and whatever Baba tells them, you know, that Baba told me. The moment you tell them about Sri but what is the proof? 
how do we know this? I said, see, all these babas, even your ignorant parents, you believe blindly, isn't it? <laughs> all the teachers who told you whatever X, Y, Z, you believe. But when it comes to Shurabindu, the doubt comes. And when you look at Shurabindu's life, the only one where, I mean, you just cannot doubt when you look at a life of complete sacrifice. The way he has lived, page by page to the dim children of earth were given. Can we ever imagine 36 volumes sitting with the kerosene lamp and writing? Later on a little lamp has come up. Why was he doing all this? I mean he had no reason to do it. He was living in that bliss of Brahman. The only life with this kind of sacrifice. I mean of course Krishna, Rama, that avatars. But he gave all this in such and we... Okay, he's saying it. Mother spoke, I've met people. You know, mother spoke about the super mind, but how do we know it is true? I said, well, with your little mind, all the only truth you can know is the truth of the moment and that too very imperfectly. Even the past we do not know. That it's truth we don't know because we see surfaces. So how do we know the truth of the super mind? Well, either you take it that she has said, of course, indirectly we can say, indirectly we can say the changes that have occurred, etc. But if you want to be a hardcore rationalist, you will still say, how do I know? Well, yes. go into the lab and experiment and see, experience it. That is the only way. That's what Sri Aurobindo did. Yes. He said, I'm experimenting more than any scientist. Any scientist. So that is the only way. So, but nowhere else, any Baba who will initiate with any bhajanja, I'll get moksha. And such a belief, even after that person is convicted, still, you know, you will see that <laughs> yeah. the channels will keep running the show. Yeah. I sometimes watch this uh, astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson, ah. and he's a brilliant man, no doubt about it. And yet, when someone has a near-death experience, and he tells this whole story of how he has seen this place, but he had to come back to Earth, Neil deGrasse Tyson says, I don't disbelieve you, but prove it to me. There's the mind. That's the mind. The doubting mind. Equally, if somebody would ask him, prove it to me, <laughs> it would be as difficult. <laughs> it's not easy. You have the equipment and everything at your disposal. Mm. So you see the distant stars and measure their, you know. But if somebody said, no, prove everything to me. And that too a kindergarten student. Imagine he says, I don't believe that, you know, there are stars which have died and are giving light still. This is irrational. <laughs> or that the earth is round. This is even more irrational. Earth is flat. Of course it's flat. My everyday experience tells me. And who said that the earth moves? Trust my experience. The sun moves and not the earth. So if you really <laughs> go by your own little... <laughs> and the, what will the scientist say? Okay, I can show you experiments. But at least you have to be little grown up. Come to, you know, class maybe 7, 8 when we can do this experiment. This is exactly what Shurabindu says. Grow up a little. Find the soul. Then you will slowly begin to realize. He's not saying accept it as a belief. He is saying there is a way, a process and a path. In other words, like today we say, grow up man, grow up, be a man. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't just live on the platform of belief and disbelief. Take the pilgrim staff of faith and take the journey of yoga with the torch of aspiration. 
just few more lines then maybe it trembles at its naked power of truth and the might and sweetness of its absolute voice inflicting on the heights the abysm's law it sallies with its mire heavens messengers its thorns of fallen nature are the defense it turns against the savior hands of grace what does the mother says she says there is the grace never withdraws from anyone but there are many who withdraw from grace yes many who withdraw from grace and finally it meets the sons of god with death and pain their work betrayed their sun thoughts fading darkened by ignorant minds turned into a religion and all that or a philosophy their work betrayed their good to evil turned the cross their payment for the crown they gave only they leave behind a splendid name and this is what has been happening and so what does the divine do he himself becomes the the sacrificent he becomes one with the earth that let me do yes. it this is the final project yes. arrived at that point where the divine mother and shrubindo that's why they plunged into the inconscient and the darkness they said no we have to do it when shrubindo and the mother when mother came finally and she says that she asked she had this thought because for lives they have been you know at this this is not a new project i mean it's a project when the divine eko hum bhavishyami may many become what is not mentioned here is that like me many divines divinities that's why creation is so she had this doubt will it be this time is the world ready and she says that shurbindo said the world is not ready it will never be ready we have to make it ready so they are now this time this is smart project they are making the world ready and all that is happening these are mother's words when she was asked there is a prospect of third world war etc etc she said leave it to the supreme wisdom it is seen to it that all that is happening and yet will happen will be only to hasten the supramental manifestation yes. upon earth so we should live with this wonderful thought and if we can give ourselves to it then life is yes. wonderful but even to live with this thought yes that the world is changing beyond a conception but not according to our conception of what the change should be or would be it is changing according to a divine conception because the world is at once a conception and a birth of the divine and perhaps creation. changing more rapidly than we Much think right. it can be disorienting yes because change is not according to our understanding our understanding is exactly. very limited oh change means yes things should change if we have a you know uh, government which is not corrupt honest everything is wonderful and you know we are paid well we have a lovely house and this is our idea of change which is hardly anything so it is changing but changing according to a divine providence divine law divine grace what is given to us is to open more and more to this grace and the rest is taken care of the key is the mother namaste, namaste.